the church, the people of God, citizens of hundreds of nations are all citizens of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast for Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California. This summer, we've been working our way through the letter to the Hebrews, and that letter has provided us just what we have needed. And I think maybe that's nowhere more true than this chapter, chapter 12, which flows from last week. The conversation about the great cloud, the great cloud of witnesses that surrounds us and astounds us. Those who have gone before us, who now in glory stand before the throne, whose stories have already been penned, many of which were captured in last week's reading. Uh, Those who right here and right now have a story that is currently being composed, the saints that surround us that we see, those sitting next to you or behind you or at the next service or at a different campus, and those who are yet unborn who will join the ranks of the faithful, the great cloud that that surrounds and astounds. Now, I know that really that was last week's message, and Pastor Kyle did a fantastic job. I'm not trying to change anything he said. Uh, I loved it. But I want to return to it for just a moment, because I think it's really important to understand what is in front of us today. Quick shout out to him. Thanks for uh, his mention that it was my 30th anniversary of ordination. Thanks to all of you who uh, have said congratulatory words. It's kind of cool. I know I've started the fourth quarter. Uh, And when I was thinking back over the 30 years, those 30 years happened in three different locations, Bethany being one of them. But the things that come to mind have nothing to do about the property, nor the facility, but the people. And that's how the author speaks about the cloud. And I think that's pretty significant for us. Think back to the names that were in that list. He mentioned Jacob, right? But he did not talk about a ladder on which the angels would descend so that God could be heard. He spoke of Moses, but he didn't talk about a mountain that Moses would ascend so that he could behold God. He spoke of Samson, but there was no note of a temple of a false god that would be toppled. And he spoke of Solomon without talking about the temple of the living God that would be erected. He didn't speak of property or facility, but he spoke of people. People whose lives focus the eyes of others on Jesus the author, the perfecter of faith, because they themselves were focused on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith. That is the church. It's the definition of church when you think about it. 
Church is not a place or a property. Church is a people, a people of God who in faith focus on Jesus and who through their lives allow others to focus on the same. People whose faith has been fostered and fabricated by the author and perfecter thereof. It's like that little uh, tiny poem from long ago, maybe you remember from vacation Bible school or something. The church, the church is not a building. The church is not a steeple. The church is not a meeting place. The church it is a people. Some of you knew it. Some of you just figured steeple and people rhyme. That's okay, you got there either way. The church is a people, a a people who are citizens of a kingdom, and that's what really is before us today, citizens of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Just for a minute, close your eyes. Think about the enormity that these words say. You are citizens of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And as our time in the letter to the Hebrews nears its end, the truth is that that reality continues as long as this earth does. The church, the people of God, citizens of hundreds of nations are all citizens of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. And that, that's exactly what I need. Uh, I don't know about you, but this is just what I need. I have a feeling it's what the original hearers needed as well. They lived in a kingdom that was shaken over and over and over again by disease or droughts, by famine or fears, by, by revolts or wars, by plagues, by persecution. And their story is not a lot different from our story, is it? We know what it is to live in a world in which we are easily shaken. I don't know what has shaken you as of late, but I bet it won't take long for me to hit that nerve. Maybe it's just relocation. You have a loved one or a friend who's relocated far away. Heck, here at Bethany, we have a lot of friends who have relocated over the last couple years, and, and, and it can shake you, maybe make you feel a little less secure. Maybe it's just the last one is now getting ready to relocate to university on the other side of the country. As exciting as that is, as thrilling as that is for them, can leave mom and dad a little bit shaken, can it? Maybe it's not relocation, maybe it's inflation. And even though the last couple days as the Dow has gone up, maybe your 401k is not looking quite so horrific anymore, uh, and yet maybe the credit card bill is increasing a whole lot higher, a whole lot quicker. Maybe not relocation uh, or inflation. I don't know what it is. Is it rising interest rates? How are we ever going to be able to get into the house? 
Maybe it's rising crime rates. How am I ever going to be able to leave my house? Riots in government facilities? Raids on former government employees' homes? I don't know what it is, but I bet there's something that is shaking you as of late. Contention over the last election, the one before that, the one that is to come. We live in a world where we are easily shaken. And it doesn't take the big stuff that we all experience. Maybe it's just the intimate stuff that is going on in your home. A marriage that has ended. A disease that has returned. Maybe it's your church home. Congregational transformations. Two churches becoming one, or is it three? Campuses being changed dramatically to have kingdom impact. And yet it can leave you rather shaken. And that doesn't even count the little tiny stuff that just affects you. Your uh, favorite show has been canceled. Your favorite brand has gone out of business. Your first round fantasy pick turns out to be a bust. Your prediction at the beginning of the season that uh, next year is our cheer as Angels fans comes true. I said that before you the first week of the season after the Astros series, and many of you thought, nah, man, we went on a great run for about a month, and now who's right? Doesn't take a lot to shake us. We need something that is solid and firm in a world in which it is easy to be rattled to the core. It's what the cloud had, it's what they have. It's the reason that the author writes about them. It's what they cling to. The words that the psalmist proclaimed, Find rest, O my soul, in God alone, for my hope comes from Him. He alone is my rock. He alone is my fortress. And in Him I will not be shaken. Hear those words again. Find rest, O my soul, in God alone. My hope comes from him. He alone is my rock. He alone is my fortress. And in him, I will not be shaken. Isn't that just what we need in a world that is so easily shaken? Because we live in a frail world because we live uh, in a fallen world. We need somewhere to stand that is unshakable. And that somewhere is not a building, it's a person and a people. The Lord Jesus and Jesus' people. It's not a system. It's not a structure. It's not stuff. It is simply and solely our Savior who promises us that in Him we will not be shaken. So fix your eyes, but not just your eyes, your mind, your heart. Fix them on Him. For when you dwell therein, 
you are on unshakable ground. We pray. Dear Lord Jesus, we know what it is to feel rattled, to know things that are topsy-turvy, to turn one direction uh, and then a different and find the same thing, that which is out of control. And so often we try to run to structures or systems or the stuff of this world. Forgive us and ground us in you, fixing eyes, hearts, and minds in you through who we are secure and unshakable in this world. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening today. A video archive of our online worship services, including today's message, can be found on our YouTube channel and at www.bethanylutheran.org. Links for both of these are in the show notes. If you would like to support this podcast or the ministry of Bethany Lutheran Church in Long Beach, California, you can text the word GIVE to 562-210-0463. That's GIVE, G-I-V-E, to 562 562- Two one zero zero four six three. We pray that you have a wonderful and blessed week.